Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. I hope you're doing okay during this difficult time. Uh, just a heads up, I have been releasing new episodes of my other podcast, Cash Withdrawal. been doing some quarantine editions. I've been posting the links for these episodes on our Cashing In with TJ Miller page on Facebook. You can also find them on Lipson, iTunes, and all your other outlets. If you have trouble getting these new cash withdrawal episodes, please let us know on the Facebook page. And Miles, the best producer in the business, can probably figure things out. Anyway, eight new episodes of Cash Withdrawal. Give them a listen. Now, obviously, TJ and I recorded this next episode you're about to hear before the crisis. So uh, some of it may be a tiny bit obsolete, uh, but... We'll have brand new ones coming out soon once we can get the right microphones. So stay tuned. Okay, enjoy the show and stay safe out there. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Like nine out of ten conversations we have are really crack me up. And <laughs> They're like, pod-worthy. And only one of them out of the ten we end up have on, you know, we're recording. I mean... So we should set this... We should record our conversations. But you don't, we don't need to record the things that are about the stanky... The nasty, nasty, the nasty stank. stank. Yeah, because I said you, you know, like to I, get I, nasty. I, I you like, like to get nasty. That's what I. I there's one thing I know about you. You like to get there's nasty. Something about you though that is, uh, you know, we've talked about this. You get as nasty as you want to be. Yeah, is what yeah. you've been saying lately. Sometimes I get as nasty as I can. <laughs> Really still, let, all the way. Don't let me. Yeah. That if they like, yeah. you get as nasty Sometimes as you can. Sometimes they stop you when you're getting too nasty. Well, they stop you. but as long as it's not the stanky kind of nasty, but it's that or not. You don't want the nasty stank, but if you can get yeah. stanky, yeah, and then transition into getting nasty, yeah, that's that's the play I make. How nasty do you often want to be? Do you always want to be as nasty as you can? Because I like to get it nasty as I possibly can, and then I pull it back just a notch so I'm not too nasty. So it's not maximum nasty. Yeah. It's just maximum strength nasty. Yeah. Extra nasty. Yeah, you don't do okay. maximum nasty. Yeah. You're doing extra nasty. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm not... It does, I, you know, sometimes for me, it's not about getting as nasty as I can be. I know that I need to... To take keep it, it take a little it down less a notch. nasty, yeah. Because yeah. I go, I'll dial it back one level, 
so that it's not at the. You're just a nine point nine nasty. That, then no one can say to me nine point nine nasty. The rocker. One hundred two point three. The rocker. It's nasty, nasty. It's nine point nine. The nasty, nasty. The kinky nasty. Oh, man, it's getting. We're getting as nasty as we can be on our Friday morning rock and roll chill. The rock block. It's six for Tuesday. <laughs> it's not two for Tuesday. Nine. It's six for Tuesday. Nonstop six, nasty block coming six up. Six songs of rock blocks. Yes, yeah, six blocks of commercials. <laughs> that was my favorite thing. Ninety nine point six. The commercial nonstop commercials back to back. We got a commercial block coming up, and it just isn't going to stop to the TikTok. And then there's one song interspersed, <laughs> but we don't play it all the way through, and we talk over it about Geico Insurance. <laughs> 106 point nothing, the commercial. <laughs> well, I recently had an experience where I got nasty, but not too nasty. Because okay. sometimes, you know, you watch a film from the Criterion Collection that's almost more poetry than film. Yeah. Uh, called Wings of Desire. Wings of Desire. From- <laughs> is, that what they, is that what the way they say it? It's... The wings are coming up next. The wings of desire from downtown. Yes, it's wings of desire. <laughs> downtown one hundred two point six nine. The ninety nast. The lots the of numbers the nast, on your the radio numbers. dial. One hundred six point two point four zero seven point nine. The numbers. <laughs> So I just all math for mathematicians. No music, no commercials. All numbers all the time. One hundred two point six point five pi. It's the nonstop calculation block coming up next. (laughs) We're going to be doing long fractions and short dicks. Here we go on one hundred one point zero. The zero zero point numbers. Get out your abacus. It's time to play. Yeah. (laughs) We're giving away free T-shirts that say "Get out your abacus. It's time to play." Hey, I fuck a lot, but who's counting? 106.0, the zero, zero numbers. And we are. We're counting. We're counting. All day, all the time. Um, So, 365, 52 weeks of the year. Yeah, 50, 24, 7, 7 out of 20, (laughs) 7, 24, 7, uh, 50 out of, what would it be? No, 40. 50 divided by 10, it's the fiber. (laughs) This is is the whole programming. It's just the DJs being like... Just doing math on the fly. We're doing math. 17 divided by 3, we'll get back after the commercial break to let you know what that is. We're doing math Uh, 24-7. Yeah, 24-7, 28-31, 12 years, 12... 12 months a year. We only play one It's basically song. 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week, 28 day, twenty-eight or four weeks a month, 12 months a year, one year every year. <laughs> and now a six-level a six, uh, rock block from Chicago. Let's start off with 250624. Next, next up is six hours of six times nine and fractions that end up being two. Now a song Hit called it. She's Only 17. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. That's yeah, only number songs. How many of those are there? Um, would eight, five, seven, what is it? Eight, five, seven, six, four, oh, oh, nine. So, would, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. would that be considered yeah, one? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, five, oh, and you know the band that gets the most play is 311. I mean, they're oh, yeah. on that fucking station yeah, nonstop. All the time. It's a nonstop 311 block. Coming up next, 311. <laughs> Get the information. Here on 101.1. 
1-4th <laughs> one of one-fifth the pie. And the square root of all that. <laughs> square root, the square root of all evil. Coming up next, nonstop, <laughs> 666 <laughs> related music. Let's get it done on 101.1, the one one. And we've got some interviews with engineers from MIT coming up after this rock block. <laughs> That's all the time. From 311. The talk, the talk radio stuff is just <laughs> MIT mathematicians. They can't get enough of it. These, num- these number heads, they call them... Here's another. Here's another couple numbers for all you digit heads out there. Um, so anyway, so we saw I, Wings of Desire. Uh, Wings of Desire. Yes, uh, it's just a fun. I hope everybody that listens sometimes just speaks in that voice yeah. all day. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, it was very poetic. So it's like you want to get as nasty as you can get. Well, tell me, what is Wings of Desire? It's a Criterion Collection film from 1987. It's a German film, and it's about... There's a remake of it called City of Angels, because Wings of Desire is about angels that roam the earth and have been around since eternity. Kind of, They can hear the thoughts of human beings, and they help calm the distressed people. And um, one of them decides to give up his wings to be among actual human beings but that means yeah. he will no longer be immortal and you know who stars in it is the inimitable John bon Peter Jimmy. Falk no Peter Falk Columbo's in oh, it oh yeah yeah see I picture Wings of and Desire and he's great in it he's just he's absolutely so I good I picture Wings of Desire as like a, a motorcycle movie uh, yeah. you know with like Survivor doing the soundtrack Wings of Desire Some, are you okay are you sick yeah. Because your voice is a little higher than yeah, yeah. higher than usual. <laughs> I'm just worried about you, man. Wings of desire. See right there, it's happening right now. I'm really have you seen it? You, you seem like you're doctor. really concerned lately about the timber of my voice. You're a guy that cares about timber. Should we should we get right into it? They call me Paul Bunyan, because all I give a fuck about is the timber. Yeah. Timber Polly B in the house. Timber it! Um so uh, so this is where we, so I have a triple banger lightning round. Okay. Sometimes we okay we, we start off with a uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger uh, lightning one, round. One, no point one the one uh, numbers. So it's rare that I do them, but Kate and I were crying laughing because Kate kind of started it. She used to play yeah. a game called Timber. We did a uh, we did a four way call. You and me, because you called my work phone, and Kate called my personal phone, and I put you and her on speaker on each phone, and so through four phones, three people were talking. This is one of the glories of TJ, and uh, I'm going to put out a book called Glory of TJ, uh, that you have two phones. I already have a book out called Glory Holes of TJ, (laughs) and those are places that uh, I go, and when a penis comes through, I just slap it, and I run out. You have two phones. And I don't know which one to reach you on. And sometimes you get frustrated. You're like, I thought, you I have thought, the audacity to write to I me. I thought that was funnier so than you gave reach. it. Uh, and you have two phones, but I'm not sure which one to reach you on. And sometimes there's you'll a ask chain. a question. You'll go, where are you? There's and I'll chain. have already written to one phone. There's a chain that is you, me, and my other phone. Just always write to that one. Okay, I got to find Often that. you just, no, you don't that. have to find it. It's the only one I text you from. Okay. Unless okay. I respond to you texting to another one. So like right now. Okay. As we speak, and yes, this is what happens when you're in the emoji movie and Yogi Bear 3D. 
but specifically the Emoji Movie, <coughs> you have to have two phones. I can't give my actual number out to, and I, I don't have an assistant, so I, through text, advance all of my club dates. So instead of an assistant, I just have a second phone. Right. So, um, you know, and I'm texting you to, um, to the chain, which is you, me, and the other phone. And then from the other phone, I can text the same chain, and it's you, me, and this phone. Okay. So I just wrote, hi, this is the chain, right? Okay. And if I'll you only want to respond look at to the that chain, from now on. If you want to look at the chain of this has uh, gone last, on for a couple of years. The last text <laughs> that I sent you was today at two thirty-five, and these were the texts that I sent: Hey, hey, man, hey, hey, hi, yo. I need to know if I should come in to do a pod, or can I sleep? Hello, hi, hey, hey, hey. All separate texts. Hey, yeah. hey. And then just now I wrote, hi, this is the chain. So let's okay. keep it right here because I did. Okay. And you know what? Let's back up because this would have been much funnier if I did the time stamping. So let's pretend yeah. we're going to take it back. Everybody okay. forget the last, I don't know, 20, 20, 30 seconds. In fact, let's go back before that because I thought I would get a much bigger laugh on the glory going into TJ's glory holes is me going into glory holes and when they put their penis through the glory hole I just slap it and I go get a hold of yourself man and then run away because they can't see that it's me yeah, yeah. so at the very worst what could happen is how is the glory hole today the man and he goes like this yeah. how is the glory hole today and he's like ah, you know it wasn't great but it's weird the guy slapped me in the dick and he said get a hold of yourself man I sounded exactly like the Mucinex guy. I don't know what it was about. He just sounded a little like TJ Miller, but he must just have been a chain-smoking drag queen. So at 2.35 p.m., I at wrote, 2.35 hey, the time. It's a new radio time. station. We only give you the time all the time. It's 2.36. 25 until 3. It's 2.36 on 2.25 the time. Six seconds just elapsed since we last told you what the time was. It's you six, do the math. It's six. Or go to the math. Network. <laughs> what was it? The, <laughs> the numbers. The network. The numbers station. It's a podcast network. It's yeah. a radio station. It's ridiculous now. So at 2.35, I wrote, hey. Yeah. Then at 2.35, I wrote, hey, man. Yeah. Then at 2.36, I wrote, hey. Then at 2.36, I wrote, hey. Then at 2.36, I wrote, hi. And at 2.36, then I wrote, yo. Because I thought maybe mm -hmm. you would respond better to More kind of, of street yo. slang. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Then at 2.37, I kind of said, hey, I need to know if I should come in to do a pot. I thought maybe you just weren't responding to hey, hi, yo, yeah. and that stuff. No response from you. So at 2.38, I wrote, or I, can I sleep? Right? No question mark. And then you're going to be really upset now because the phone's on. Or the, the television. What is wrong? And that happened. They were not able to. Why did that happen? And at two, okay. you're gonna, you guys are going to love this. Then at 2.37, I wrote hello. 2.38, and I know that I went back. I exaggerated the, this has really gone off the rails. Anyway, last text I gave you was 2.36, saying hey for a fifth time. So that's, so that's just kind of the way, that. just to get inside the friendship. Um, just so you understand. So we did a four-way call. Yeah, we did the four. So I called you back. And Kate talked. Kate, yeah. And, and you go, Kate's here. You can talk to Kate. And I go, I didn't know Kate was in Cincinnati. And, and she wasn't. And she wasn't. She was in Los she Angeles. She was on a phone in Los Angeles. And that's the way we do the three-way calls. With a fucking nude rocking four horse total in phones. goddamn car. <laughs> and uh, we do three-way calls with four. Four phones. Four phones. And we've done a four-way call with three phones. Yeah. And that was when we were together. 
And I called my other phone on speaker, and then Kate called that phone. Yeah. I passed it. We're looking to do a five-way call five on way. one phone. It's which a new is club just, we're going to create. Which is just, you call yourself, it's busy, but there's five people in the room, yeah. and then they all kind of yeah. just start talking, because they're in the yeah. same room. So, uh, she asked Cash, have you ever played timber? Did you guys ever play timber? Because he was talking about me being concerned with the timber of his right. voice. And I said, uh, no, what's that? And she said, you never played that as a kid? I said, no. I said, she said, when you're a kid, you know, you'd stand up on a, on a tall object or something, which as a child can be a, probably a box. Yeah. Or a, uh, or the shoulders of your dad. No, but I'm, I think it would usually be an object. So it could be an ottoman. Okay. It could be a mini fridge. I'm looking at a mini fridge Mm -hmm. right now. It could Could be be a junior mint. Could be a junior mint. <laughs> would be an extremely, yeah. extremely short <laughs> thing to fall I off. I wasn't of. that tall, but For you me, would fall off. Really, because <laughs> when you were about, could be two. When Legos. you were six, you were about seven inches tall, right? Exactly. I was tiny. I used to sleep in. So my you could, case. you, you know, if you I wanted, really would sleep inside the pillowcase. Really? Yeah. I'd go to a sleepover <laughs> with a pillow, and I'd sleep inside the pillowcase. I'm serious. <laughs> It's not that tall. That's impossible. And now, I'm enormous. Yeah, but that's impossible. You would take the pillow out of the pillowcase, yeah. use that as the pillow, and the use case the sleeping would be your gag. sleeping bag. Yeah, that'd be my sleeping bag. You just said sleeping gag. Yeah, yeah. I would. Which gag you did also. Yeah, too. I would gag myself when I was sleeping, so I wouldn't wake myself up from snoring. Right. right. Talked in my sleep a lot. I needed a sleeping gag. <laughs> so. She said she used to climb on something and they would put pillows, a lot of soft things. Yeah. And then you would fall and say timber, but you would have to keep as straight as you could. Okay. And I said, you know, we should do that. And she said, well, it's more of a children's game. It's harder when you're an adult. And I said, what about this 100-meter pool that Cash got excited about? Yeah, 50 meters. In Santa Barbara. The one we went to was 100 meters because I got to the end of the 50 meters and I urinated so much that I added (laughs) a full 50 meters. And I was thrown out, but for a while, that was a long pool. You know your pool's too long if TJ pissed half of it. So um, so I think that, um, you know, and, and she said she would climb up. And I, again, said, you know, what are you talking about, like an ottoman or a table? And she said, it could be anything, really. And I said, well, what about an Oreo? And she said, yeah, it could be an Oreo. And I said, what about a double stuff Oreo? And she said, well, we wouldn't, didn't want to get hurt, you know, yeah. which is understandable. Because um, that second stuff... I mean, if you're if you're doing a single stuff Oreo, and people yeah. don't people don't refer to them enough as single stuff Oreos. Yeah, you don't say, if there's a double stuff. Would then, you like a single stuff Oreo? Yeah, because I'm only doing one stuff. It's minimalist. In my Oreo. It is. It's single stuff. Well, to be honest with you, it's classic. Yeah, and a lot of people, I think you're getting the classic. Kind of greedy. Not enough stuff. The Oreo. double stuff is a little bit greedy. You know, it's not as if they weren't thinking about what's the correct amount of stuff mm-hmm. to put in the Oreo. So they just were single stuff in it. I think they expected you'd be dipping it in milk. Mm-hmm. The milk sort of calms the chocolatey taste. The old dipping and lipping and maybe sometimes stripping. <laughs> Stripped down to my birthday suit. When you're suit. trying to get as nasty, I got how a did three, that happen? I got a three-piece birthday to get as nasty suit. As you want to be? <laughs> I'm trying to get... And you know, but you need to turn off the ringer. The only reason it was on was because you were complaining that I... have uh, it. So you, you can do what you said, then turn off the ringer. Okay. Um, I did it. Yeah. Okay. You double stuffed it. You're stuffing it. Yeah. So you know you got to think they're putting it in the milk. So the classic is the single stuff or single stuff. The original. The stuff. original. And you know you, now then people wanted they wanted more stuff. They wanted to stuff it. 
Mm-hmm. Not and not stuff it a little bit more. There's never been uh, slightly slightly more stuff to Yeah, because you could do one and a half stuff. Yeah, yeah, but they went straight to double stuff in it. And you're just because a lot of people the, were taking off the tops of the single stuff I mean, original. That, they were taking off that the became tops a pandemic two, exactly. And then there was lots of stray hundreds of thousands uh, top if Oreos just lying around with no homes because they were putting they were combining two of stuff. Yeah, millions. A of lot of people were doing that. Millions, and it was wrong. <laughs> and that's what I'm running on. I'm Cash Levy. Vote for me. In I approve this message. <laughs> uh, I stuff this message. But I think that uh, yeah, millions of unstuffed Oreo cookies. Yeah, because that's what it is. Unstuffed is either just two Oreo cookies, like just two sides of the same cookie together, or it's you know a stuffless Oreo cookie. Uh, half of these stuffless Oreo cookies were just, and they were piling up in the landfills and they were creating rodent issues, which will take us to the, the woodchucks, uh, the woodchuck conversation off of the timber game playing. And, um, they just stuffed it up. They did a double stuff. And then, you know, some people, I don't know if you know about this, but, uh, about 137 adults are killed every year. From diabetes caused by taking off one part of the double stuff for you and then putting that together with another double it's stuff. It's unconscionable. It's unconscionable. And they were incorrigible. Who does such thing? Because, does such thing? because I said to them, I said, I said, listen, <laughs> I saw a guy doing it once and I shamed him in a food court. I said, what are you doing? Are you quadruple stuffing? You can't do such thing. I said, I said, Cash Levy is running on a platform that would just find this despicable. They already double stuffed it for you. Now you're going to go ahead and quadruple stuff it's it and waste and, unconscionable. and and wasting two, yeah. right? So, uh, 137 Americans die from diabetes every year solely from quadruple from stuffing quadruple their organs. Yeah. It's terrifying. And um, this happened recently on so Snapchat. What, so what and this is yeah. well, just to tell you, this happened okay. recently on Snapchat and it is a a travesty. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. This uh, this young kid on Snapchat was trying to get followers. Okay, okay. So he decided to do this viral stunt, and he uh, he double stuffed. Uh, he he basically he used two double stuffs to make a quadruple stuff. Then he took, I can't believe I'm even saying this, that it's real. I can't believe it's real. In fact, I would go as far as to say as it might not be real. Yeah. But Are you he saying took, it could be a figment or a fig newton of your imagination? A fig newton of my imagination. A fig newton of your imagination is yeah. when you think you're eating a Pop-Tart, but it's actually a fig newton. So, <laughs> that's a catchphrase right there. Yeah, that's a catchphrase. A fig newton By the way, there's a new catchphrase. Um, yes, app. you were telling me about this. There's a new catchphrase app that somebody created. And uh, we'll tell you more about it. And we'll, we'll post it on Facebook. Yeah, we will. So go to the Facebook Thank page. Thank you for and you'll doing that. I think that's fantastic. I'm excited. That's going to be my favorite thing on my phone, of course. Yeah. Obviously. I love cashing in quotes. Uh, the Twitter, you, the the Twitter handle. Phrases? Yeah, oh, the cashing quotes. quotes. Those guys it's great, are great. too. Yeah. Those guys are great. So this kid on Snapchat took two double stuffed Oreos, made a quadruple stuffed Oreo, then okay. took the cookies off. He made two of them. Took the cookies off, so he... Listen to what I'm saying to you, okay? He didn't quintuple it, okay? He didn't sextuple it. He didn't even septuple mm-hmm. the stuffing. Mm-hmm. 
he quadrupled. He du- he duo quadrupled. Oh gosh, he ocho tupled. He octuple. This is something for the math network. He oct <laughs> network. I love it. First of all, it's called numbers. The station is the called numbers station. 101.1 at 101. They the to numbers. A yeah. They're on, it wasn't visual enough. They're for some on people. every medium. There they're, wasn't it wasn't visual. It's a enough. YouTube podcast. Jesus God! It's gone viral. Do you know that that's the that I did Tiger Belly with um very funny podcast with Bobby Lee. Uh-huh. And I'm doing Adam Ray's uh-huh. podcast, and then I'm doing um Theo Vaughn's podcast and they all tape theirs so they do in a studio and they've got multiple cameras so people like I didn't really know that that people like to sort of watch Joe Rogan does this we should do that but they yeah but the problem with that is two things one you gotta kind of be in the same place right you can't it would be weird for us to bring three cameras and set them up and the other thing is I like that this is audio no one could ever imagine that we're both in our birthday suits. Yours, a two-piece yeah. birthday suit. You're wearing a barrel. And mine, well. mine, a three-piece birthday suit. Kate's really been <laughs> laughing about that lately. I, said, I was born in a three-piece suit. Uh, and they uh, they actually had to remove the third piece. So I, I now, when I'm in my birthday suit, it's a two-piece because uh, the third piece is uh, nipples. The, yeah. the, the vest of a birthday suit is nipples. And Kate started laughing and she said, no, but that can't be true because no one has nipples that cover that much of their body. And I said, I did. And that's why I had it removed. So I'm well, a nippleless, I'm a nippleless two piece birthday suit kind of guy. <laughs> let me say one other thing. You can't tell me that when people are being filmed, they don't behave a tiny bit differently. I, well, I think really, they do. I, I think I that's did, another yeah, reason it's better it's to just fun. listen to it. That's why reality shows are so And you can listen to this while you're driving. You can listen. I mean, you know, we had those two guys that drove all the way. Two guys drove all the way to the show, which this always, this is, you know, we say we do comedy for the children. We don't. Fuck those kids. I do it for the people that will, you know, these guys drove like three or four hours. Listen to every podcast yeah. on the way to this massive road trip. Yeah. To come and see us perform. And then they said that they listened to some of the episodes twice. Yeah. And and I said, are you going to listen to the podcast on the way back? And they're like, yeah, of course. I mean, that's the fun, that's well, the fun thing. Well, fellows to... that walked the John Muir Trail together. And we have somebody, we have a winner. Yes. Of the cat, because I don't know, when is this getting released? Do we know well, yet? It, it'll probably be after we meet him. Because so we, so we'll have, this is going to happen next week. Yeah, that's right. So this We're trying to log some pods. That uh, Scazzino, um, who may or may not be mentally healthy, we don't know that yet. This could be a very <laughs> going to da- find out. This could be a very dangerous thing that I've done. Um, but right now, I'm going to search for him. Yeah, Scazzino. Um, he calls himself El Gringo. Is that correct? He calls himself El Gringo, but goes by Scazzino. And I have. Uh, he's following me, and I'm following him. So he can't be too crazy. His profile picture is him. In hard glasses, flipping the middle finger off, and is to be honest with you, his index finger is halfway up, and then the mm-hmm. other fingers are down. So he's he has a very uneven version of flipping the bird. This is bird flip, the one hundred six point numbers, <laughs> the math network. Uh, so he uh, he's got he's a re- he's tweet, a rebellious he's a rebellious spirit. Rebellious. Spirit we don't know if he's if he is a re- rebel with with a cause or without one. We're gonna find out. But he's. Uh, his pin tweet is, oh, hi, thanks for checking in. I'm, uh, music notes, still a piece of garbage, music note. 
So I'm very nervous about this. So he's going to come to to the show in uh, in Sunnyvale there at Rooster Teeth Feathers, and he, then he's going to fly to well. So uh, wait, get, let's you know, let's Texas. let's look a little bit yeah. more into it. So uh, he retweeted Paul Jack three underscore, uh, who's a creative writer who loves Chinese food, intergalactic traveler. He repairs laptops for a living, and uh, El Gringo retweeted his tweet, which says, "Oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh fuck!" Um. And then, uh, glasses. Okay. And then he retweeted. These are the things that he retweets. He retweeted this video of a transit union check investigation. So this guy, he's got a good sense of humor. He's a huge podcast fan. And what we did is we said, I said in a drunken state, just Mm -hmm. a. No, that was when we were just really tired. We were just super, super tired. We were so that tired. We were falling we asleep were, during it. Right. It was cash. It was supposed. That last episode where we were falling asleep during the episode, we were actually falling, falling asleep, asleep during the episode. And but so, so in a in a so not a drunken but a sleeping. No, it we had gone, an, we had done in a fatiguing instead of instead of drunken in a fatiguing state. I said somebody should because you brought up jokingly and thank you for this because you. Because of that joke, I'm going to be thousands of dollars less wealthy. But um, so it, you said, you know, what you should do is come see me. And what did you say? What you brought it I up? I said, right? no, well, here's what you need to do you need to go to Rooster Teeth Feathers in Sunnyvale. Uh, any real fan would do that. And you need to see my show. I'm headlining there in Sunnyvale at Rooster Feathers. And then get on an airplane and go see TJ in Fort Worth and then in Dallas. Right, because I have a show uh, this this weekend. On a Friday and Saturday. Thursday and Friday is Fort Worth, Saturday, Sunday. And then you need to fly back. Dallas, right. And see me in Sunnyvale on Sunday. And that's what any real fan would do. And you offered to pay for it. And so what I said is if you get coach class tickets, (laughs) I'll pay for the Ubers to the ground, um, the flights... And I'll buy your tickets. I'll reimburse you for the tickets that you buy to see Cash and yeah. me. Because in a way, you'd be the ultimate cashing in with TJ and Miller podcast fan, right? Offer, yeah, and we had some people offer to do it. Uh, uh, Which we Devlin, appreciate that. Devlin came Devlin, out of the woodwork. We hadn't heard from him in a that while. That fucking yeah, lunatic. I love that little sweet snorting baby. The Farmarians, uh, they're going to feel good that he's back. He's listening to the show again. Uh, he's out in uh, Oregon. Just give you that news. He's doing well. He wanted to do it. A bunch of other people reached out and wanted to do it. Um, but I wasn't sure. I, didn't I heard wanna... the Devlin's been fucking his way through cornfields. Well, Is that I, true? Yeah, no, that, that actually isn't something we've even discussed. He's just, I, don't, I, I don't think he might, that's true. He might just know. be making his way through cornfields. <laughs> I don't think we even... It's half a dozen to one fucking through cornfields to the other. <laughs> the other. But, good. but uh, there were a bunch of people that showed interest. This fella here... Um, Actually, just bought the tickets and went out and just did it. So, so Scazino was waiting wasn't to figure around. out what we're going to do. Now, after that show, I did say to you, "Do you want me to cut that segment because that seems like a really uh, generous offer?" I don't mess around. When I was said, going crazy doing Yogi Bear in New Zealand in 2010, I met two girls on Chat Roulette and we're just high and messing around with the Chat Roulette, and we had a really funny long conversation, really long, like a couple hours. Yeah. And I said, where are you? And they said, New Zealand. I said, I'd like to fly you guys out to just hang out on set as friends while I'm doing Yogi Bear 3D. I was clinically obviously going insane, but I did. (laughs) And I had to speak with their brother and their parents. They weren't super young. I mean, they were over 21. But I flew them out and just, they were friends. I got them a, a separate hotel room. 
and they just hung out. It was uh, Charlie and Katie from New Zealand. I love it. I love it. And um, no, not what am I talking about? I was in New Zealand. They were in Liverpool in England. Okay. So I flew them from Liverpool. Well, that changes. Charlie's a great chef. You're a cheap bastard. That that changes the whole. <laughs> I would have been a lot cheaper dynamic. to fly them Actually, from New, right, Zealand right. New, Zealand. New Zealand to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I brought them in, and they were there for. I can't remember because I was losing my mind, but it was like... They're still living with you, as far as I can tell. I mean, they're here right now in yeah, the room. Actually, <clears throat> can you guys shut that door? So wait. Thank you. You never finished the And Charlie story. was a great chef. And then um, Katie later got um, sick. She had sort of a form of cancer and didn't know if she was going to die. And so she and I talked a lot because of the AVM. And then she moved to a sheep farm in New Zealand... And kind of spend some time there. And every so often, I'll sort of catch up with Katie. I was closer with Katie than Charlie. But Charlie was a very talented cook. And that was a lot of fun. I mean, the thing that I said to them, and this is true, was that at the point that they came in, we were getting really... Um, nasty? It was getting nasty. Not as nasty as it could have been, but it was nasty. It was just getting bad. You know, I mean, people... It was taking... Because we were shooting in 3D and the weather was weird, it yeah. was taking just weeks months longer than it was supposed to and everybody just auntie daly well, came into it was the trailer well, yeah i know no my trust kids me i love that movie no it was worth it my, my kids... performance i won an award for the best supporting actor in a talking bear comedy at the second critics choice awards that i presented to myself <laughs> and that's one of the funniest jokes i've ever done in my entire life but i have to tell you that um you know, Anna Ferris was starting to go crazy also. And Annie Daly came in. Now that's my fault. I don't know why. Oh, because I was trying to play this thing that El Gringo. Yeah. So Annie Daly, um, he came into the trailer one day and he sat in his chair and he went, okay, this again. That's, so every day he started coming in and going, more of this. So people were really, really upset. They were unhappy yeah. doing this film. And uh, I was, again, clinically going insane. So when I say I was losing my mind, I mean literally. And uh, when they came in, they added this new perspective. What is your cycle? How often do you feel like you go insane? No, I only went insane Every, like, once. Every, like, five years. No, just once. Just one time? What do you mean? Just, what do you mean? There was another time. From what? I think it was another movie where you were in, like, a... The, 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 the shoot was so... You are in a costume that was brutal or something i don't remember which one no i mean i had a manic episode i'm not being that, critical i'm just saying that 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 i have a cycle no i didn't go yeah but it's you're not really going crazy i'll have manic up i had a manic episode where i had to call oh, in okay. sick to silicon okay. valley well i don't want to poke fun at that but a manic episode but you just did <laughs> and you did it pretty ineffectively uh, but i think that uh you know the manic episode is different there okay. you are sort of i guess crazy but you're not really slowly actually going okay. insane yeah and so um what was making everyone insane on that set well everyone was metaphorically going insane because they were there for so much longer and we were working in the forest in the middle of new zealand yeah and we were all talking to and lighting and shooting pretend bears there weren't even bears there so some of these scenes would just be a really huge new zealand guy and a dwarf named jimmy the dwarf yeah who I love with all my heart. May he rest in peace. And um, he uh, actually just found that out recently that he died. 
Um, but he played Boo Boo, and yeah. so they were pretending to be bears, and they weren't bears, but we were interacting with them. And then one day I went in there, and there was no one there. It was just me, and we were shooting a scene where I was talking to ping pong balls on sticks <laughs> so that you could tell where their eyes would be. This is a way to make people go insane. It sounds well, like. what you have to think about is that was happening, and then I had a hemorrhage in my brain. I had okay. a slow bleed yeah. that was happening in my brain, and it's really... You're starting to see that it's not... You kind of were making fun of me, and this is... Not ideal. I almost died. It's not ideal. We're going to cut this whole part. And not ideal. <laughs> We're going to cut this whole part out of the pot. No, if you didn't cut out that that super fan cashing with T.J. Miller thing, you're <laughs> keeping this in! Uh, and so, what I realized We're was doing that... it live! Everybody was kind of going crazy, and they um, did something really amazing. Because I think some people would probably be like geez, why did you spend the money on such a... Th- I mean, that was expensive and obviously very crazy. But the reason, in part, that they added so much value was that everyone had sort of not grown tired but started to hate this film and the fact that they had done it. But they came in and they had never, of course, they had never been on set of a Hollywood movie, much less a $100 million movie. This is a huge movie, right? So they had not ever been on set and they had never seen a movie being made and they were never going to again. This was truly a once in a lifetime experience for them. And it was just, I mean, it was really, really fantastic. And they injected this sort of new energy into it. So the guy that had to watch the weather to figure out if we could shoot or not because it couldn't be cloudy. And he figured out how fast the clouds were moving, all this stuff. You know, he worked for the DP. They walked over to him one day and they said, so all you do is you sit and you look at the clouds all day through that magnifying glass, that monocle? And he goes, yeah. And they were like, oh, this is, this is what, uh, this is the thing that Scazzino uh, retweeted. This is the type of guy that's coming to four shows in two states and three cities, all expense paid. $3,000 belongs to the hardworking employees of the CTA, many of them working on the buses and trains in the Chicagoland area. Chicago, please confirm for me they are investigating all of this. Their financial crimes division is looking into how this happened. A person claiming their name is Jesse Hicks created a business through the state of Illinois bearing the name of the CTA union but modified it, calling it Amalgamated Transit Union Incorporated on December 1st of 2019. The check was this for fees owed to the International Amalgamated well, Transit Union headquartered in Silver Springs, Maryland. The check was dated for November 13th of 2019 and mailed out by a union employee on the 22nd at the only post office in Calumet City. Some mail put in the hands of USPS that day from the union made it, but two checks never did. A person came into the only chase here in South Holland and was able to get most of the money that day, creating an account leaving only forty thousand dollars in it usps hasn't um, given an official response but the bank has chase wouldn't say much but they did release this statement to me this evening it reads in late january we received a claim from the issuing bank we here. have requested several them and await a response now local 241 president keith hill says that response on, from chase know, isn't I, I good enough he, he says close to seven thousand members deserve 
deserve to no, know. No, I just I listened to, to it. I know why he must have retweeted it. I just want to answer because to me that that should have raised a red flag. I think so. I think Chase has a major problem inside the bank. I think somebody okay. was working with this person to allow all this to happen. If I deposit a check over two thousand dollars at my bank, it takes three or four days for the whole check to clear. This check is $120,000 and was cleared in one day. Well, Chase did tell me that account is now closed. Another check that was mailed out that day at PNC was cashed by someone in Indianapolis for over 36 So this guy's coming too. He is. But she's not coming. And Three shows. He, four shows, four three shows. cities. Four shows. Two states in four days. A lot of people don't know this about our, our new friend. He likes the word amalgamated. Amalgamated? Yeah. Is that why he retweeted it? Yeah. Did you hear she that said I just that said earlier. retweeted it? Yeah, she, 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 he, he did retweet it. He retweeted it. That's a catchphrase. Retweeted it. When you retweet something, you're t- retweeting something for free. Yeah. You're not charging at all. A lot of people charge for it. Well, I'm excited to see. Amalgamated. I'm excited to see. And my favorite part of it is. A lot of people use that word, and he likes that word. Amalgamated? I'm going to use it on stage. I'm going to get big laughs out of that guy. Amalgamated? Yeah. But what did she say? Amalgamated? I'm not sure. So I, I can't, you know. I, um, it's I amalgamated. Yeah. It's an amalgam. Yeah. She might have said amal- amalgamated. Amalgamated. So, um, <laughs> so we, uh, so we're going to see what this guy is like. Yeah. I think the most fun thing is when he sees my shows, because remember, he's seeing you in Sunnyvale. Yeah. On Thursday. Right. Friday, me in Fort Worth at Hyenas. Right. Saturday. Hyenas in Dallas. Right. Then he's going to fly back to Sunnyvale. Right. And see you at Roosty Tea Feathers a second time on Sunday. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is on Saturday night, I'm going to tell him that you said you would cover all of this in cash <laughs> on the Sunday night oh, show. Okay. So I'm not going to give him even a dollar. Uh, I'm going to really... tell him, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to say, cash is going to have all the money for you. It's basically the entire profits we've made off of the Cashing of the TJ Miller podcast yeah. over the last six or eight yeah. years. Yeah. And he's just going to be looking to get that sweet, sweet cash from you. And I'm going to cancel that Sunday show. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> Citing financial reasons. <laughs> financial hardship. I'll put it on the poster in front of the club. That's the name of the tour. Cash Levy, the financial the financial hardship, hardship tour. tour. I like that. Uh, I'm writing that down. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, no, so Casino, we hope that you're not too upset, but I'm going to sort of tell you that Cash, you'll you'll be hearing this, of course, after this terrible thing happens to you. I'm going to tell Cash that, uh, or tell you that Cash is going to pay for all this in his first name, and uh, when you get there and ask him, he will not have that cash. I can guarantee. <laughs> That he will not have whatever amount of money that is on him. So if you're listening to this, you're about to be fucked and you already have. This is the Schrodinger's cat of cashing in with TJ Miller. It's when we promise to pay for somebody to see four shows in three different cities in four days in two different states. And then we don't. So And then we talk about it on a podcast after we talk about it on the podcast before it happens and then that person listens to the podcast about what was going to happen to them after it happened to them so Scazzino is now hearing about how he got fucked with 
me paying for this trip before he has even gotten fucked out of this money, this situation. Because it's going to be a great experience. If you think about it, that's a story you can tell to your grandkids, you know, right? I, could, I might end up feeling bad and, and paying him. That's what I'm counting on. That's the way that I was able to do this without losing a dime. Is the second that you said, hey, should I cut that out of the show? In my mind, I said, no, don't, because you're going to end up paying so really, for it. this was a big con on me. This is what we call... <laughs> A the TJ sneaking. This is the quadruple stuff Oreo. The double con. This is the octo stuffed Oreo con. <laughs> octo stuffed Oreo con. <laughs> Which is also a cosplay convention where everybody has to dress up like octo stuffed Oreos. This whole thing. Octavo. In fact, this is this why is you've done. a long game con that isn't even finished yet, it's but it really is. Because everyone listening to this yeah. is listening to something about happened. something that's already it's a happened. Really long. Con it's the cashing of a TJ Miller. Because this is why you were my guest cats. the last ten years. Because you wanted to set up this con. I wanted to set up it's, you it's like paying our friendship has for something for our you to pay. Relationship is based on. It's this much con more happened. complex than you can yeah. even imagine because yeah. our entire podcast has been me leading up to getting you to pay for a guy to see and i've been waiting for you to say it because i didn't bring this up i was waiting for you to say what you should do is see my show on thursday in sunnyville california fly to dallas see the show in dallas fly or drive to fort worth see tj's show in fort worth then fly back to sunnyvale to see the sunday night show that uh, Cash is doing, and that would be a true fan. And then I, I was going to say, this is the idea about six, eight years ago, I guess. Then I'll say, I'll pay for it. Then when Cash says, hey, look, you want me to take that out? You're not really going to do that. I say, no, no, keep it in. And in my mind, I was like, finally, it's paid off. I'm going to stick him with the bill. Right. And then... Yeah. I'm going to talk about how I'm going to stick him with the bill before the week before you know how I, it actually you know happens. I guilty. And the person listening to this who Cash ended up feeling bad for and paid the kid for the money is now currently hearing about something that's about to happen and simultaneously already has. It's already had. And here's the that's other- the long game octuple. <laughs> Stuffed Oreo con. <laughs> and what's great about us, you, what's great about our friendship I, is, yeah. is you know that I'm going to do this. I know. I am definitely are. going to I know. Now I'm stuck with the bill. Here's the thing. I know. Everything you say you're going to do, you're going to do. And when I, I want to tell it you. it more funny. Of course. And now what I'm going to say to him. on his face when I'm like. <laughs> but, but. But what I'm going to say to him is. Do you know what I'm going to say? say? You need to keep all the receipts and present them to Cash because he's going to need them yeah. as a write-off. So he's going to come to the show and he's going to have. Okay. But I he's like going to have all of these. Back. I think from the night you met me in Chicago. You already were thinking about... Well, here's why. Now, how frustrating has this This is why. Why? Because I'm a pretty stand-up guy and you knew I would cover this? Not only did I know you would cover it, I remember that first day, that first show in Chicago, when you kind of gave me the side eye. And I thought... I don't know about... No, no, I don't know. No, no, I don't know. I know I I don't know about this guy because he's kind of giving me the side eye. He's giving me... I wanted to go up to you and say, hey... Febreze those peepers, okay? Because he was giving me a bit of a stink eye, all right? And 
You know, but I didn't think anything of it. And yeah. then after that second show, you came up to me in the green room of Zanies yeah. in Chicago and you said, hey, you know, can yeah. you just yeah. not riff? Yeah, yeah. Can you kind of not riff? Because yeah. I'd sort of, what I yeah. do, yeah. you're sort of stepping on the yeah. riff. So just do material. And I didn't have 20 minutes of material. I yeah. had maybe yeah. 10 minutes tops. And I really ate it every show after that, the whole weekend. And you killed. You did great, yeah. of course. Uh, and each show, every moment that I was on the stage, plot, eating it. Was- yeah, I was, thought I have got to become friends with yeah. this guy. But how frustrating! Build up his trust. Right. Enter how, the podcast market before right. they're really even podcasts. Right. But how frustrating! Has these been? will be recorded conversations that people right. can download and listen right. to at any time. We've got to start one of those together. I'll wait years and years but how to frustrating just has it set been the for you to wait for ten years to lay the bait. Well, you laid the bait for all, but at a certain point, you thought. He's never going to offer this to anybody, this dual city thing. And then I finally came up with it, and you're like, Yahtzee. One of the things that you don't know, Yahtzee. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) From the three-point line, swish. Uh, Let the wind do its job, but let's switch it up. (laughs) On 92.6, nothing but net. (laughs) Um, No, it wasn't that frustrating, because what I also have done is I've tried to cultivate sort of comedy within the podcast where you make these hyperbolic suggestions. So every time that you've said, you know what you should do if you're listening is you should buy a penny farthing and you should bicycle to Niagara Falls and you should go off of the bucket. And I would laugh and laugh and I could see you'd be like, that's good. You know, hyperbolic suggestions. That's a good type of comedy. And it took years, but eventually I knew you would encourage somebody you used me to go to go to this many shows in these different states because I also was looking. I don't know if you know this, but the last two years I've been looking at all of our dates mm-hmm. and trying to figure out a date where you trying to figure out a date where you would be performing on a Thursday, I would be performing on a Friday, Saturday in two different cities, and you would be performing also on a Sunday. So I needed a club yeah. where you did Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Where I did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I mean, Sunday. Or no, yeah, Sunday. But two of my shows had to be in one city and two of them had to be in a different city because I wanted to maximize how expensive this would be. There's one thing you didn't think of. Uh-oh. You offered pizza to this guy. You said you'd eat a pizza dinner with him. That's right. And I'm not going to be there to pay for that pizza. Are you going to make him pick up the tab? Of course. Yahtzee. <laughs> so here's what I already have done. Okay? Are you ready for this? You've already taken money out of my no, account. No, you're ready for I've this? I've already gotten your so the ne- code no, numbers. The, and- the next invoice <laughs> yeah. for the work that we do together, yeah. I'm going to take off the exact amount of money that it will cost to pay for, for the, the pizza. pizza. <laughs> so you're getting me there too. Yahtzee. Well, yeah, Yahtzee. I mean, that's what we call the octuple. Stuffed Oreo con.